Court and Kelly on Instagram and the founders of the lifestyle blog, Mimosas in Manhattan. And we are back with another episode of So Random with Court and Kelly. Court, you have like a little pep in your voice today. I know. I mean, I got 20 hours of sleep the other night, so I am feeling Giovanni. How is that humanly possible? <laughs> I have no idea. I went to the, I go, I'm going to go take a nap at 4.30 and I woke up at 9 a.m. the next day. How confused were you by the time of day? I was so confused because we were in Iceland. So I hadn't seen darkness in five nights because it just, it never, the sun, it goes like this, boop. Boop, boop. So it never sets. Is that the scientific term for how it happens? Yeah. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> so it never sets. Um, so there was always some sort of sunlight. So I think my body was like <gasps> darkness. And I just like wouldn't didn't wake up till the sun re-rose. Wow, that sounds like a new goop. Um, you know how the goop girls do all of that weird. Never mind. Yeah, Gwen is gonna um, need to send me some royalties for that. I need to, I need to keep chugging my iced coffee. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Well, you know what? I am loving life today because we have a very special guest on our hands, Kyle Moore. Oh, and the crowd goes wild. How's it going? Hi, Kyle. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Okay, so for those of you guys who don't know. Kyle is Courtney's hubby to be and current roommate (laughs) (laughs) and also went on the Icelandic adventure. Kyle, did you pass out just like Courtney did when you guys got home? No, I ended up staying up until like 10 o'clock and then woke up on, I guess, Monday, felt fine, slept a normal amount. Uh, Did have to do some wellness checks on Courtney though during her 20 hour nap. Would you just put the finger under the nose to make sure she was still breathing? Yeah, you know, two fingers on the wrist makes you feel, feel the pulse. <laughs> so scary. Okay, but you guys look like you had the best time in Iceland. Court, are you going to do like a blog post or something so people know where you guys went? Because I want to go this weekend, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can't go this weekend because it's my engagement party or our yeah, engagement party. Sorry. sorry. Um, but yeah, I'm going to do a blog post. Um, I also have everything saved to an IG story highlight in case you're going like this weekend and need the information stat. Um, but also feel free. I'm going to be doing mimosa time on Thursday. So feel free to ask me any questions about Iceland. It was such an amazing trip. I... Uh, like I'm just fulfilled on a scale of one to blue lagoon. How many lagoons did you guys swim in? <laughs> we swam in three lagoons. <laughs> like every time I was looking at stories because I didn't go with them and I, people. and I was watching stories. And every time I was looking, she was in a different freaking lagoon. Yeah. Does well, your skin feel good? Like it does. Does it have any health benefits? Yes. It's all very good. Well, the blue lagoon is all natural. So that is really good for your skin, not good for your hair. So don't put your hair in the lagoon. I like meant to tell my older sister, but by the time I got out there, her hair was already in it. So I was like, why is it, why is it bad for your hair? Because of like the sulfate and the minerals, it's really good for your skin, but not good for your hair. It, like, like silica based water. Oh, like, um, you guys, I'm on one today. Sorry. I'm, I'm like, I have to catch where my brain is going. Cause I was just about to say like boot breast implants. Is like silica based. <laughs> um, so yeah, but well, 
not that, but you know what I mean, whatever, minerals, minerals. Um, so the next lagoon, um, that was like a natural one. Like we had to do a two and a half mile hike to get to this one because that one isn't like a blue lagoon where you know you have a changing room it's like yeah. when we were in Yellowstone and we just like yeah. got naked and got into the hot spring yeah that was a weird trip but actually one of my favorites one of my favorites yeah so we like brought beers up and just like really chilled it was super fun Oh my God. And then what happened to the volcano? Because you said your life had changed after you saw that volcano. Oh, we all said, um, our lives had changed after we saw it because we saw like an erupting volcano. I mean, it was one of the, it was such a once in a lifetime opportunity. Like, I don't think I'll ever see that again. Yeah. When he was obsessed to it. I literally couldn't get her away from it ever. Like the whole group, the tour group had left and Courtney's just staring at it, (laughs) like staring into like, 50 mile an hour winds with like ash blowing in her eyes and she can't even see but she I was like Courtney we have to leave like the guide is like way over there he's like up the next hill so we have to go did you feel like you were tripping or something I mean, or you just felt like it was a different planet I couldn't believe what I was seeing and just in case people were curious if you go to Iceland volcano on YouTube they have a live that streams like all hours of the day so you can just like watch the volcano oh, so, so that's sure. what you were doing all day yesterday got it got it <laughs> I'm sure everybody's going to go do that. We'll put yeah. it, we'll, we'll link it in our bio and our show notes, people. <laughs> and I also, um, I took, well, we were allowed, but just so nobody yells at me, but I did take some lava rock because <gasps> when else am I going to like actually have lava rock? So, um, me and my sister like ran down to where the lava had stopped, but you can't get too close because there's like active, you could see through cracks, like the red actual lava. Stop. But the rest of it had turned to rock and there were some pieces that you could like pick up. And oh so I like God. grabbed some, but he told me we were fine. But on Kyle's flight home, because we were on different flights, long story, but um, the guys in front of him got pulled off the plane because they had taken black sand from the black sand beach. So apparently you can't do that. They got taken off the plane and had to give it back. Oh I think he, the guy said something about like they thought it was explosives or something too. It was a whole <laughs> that, thing. That would make sense. What if they're like, no, it's just sand. <laughs> and, and to be fair, the tour, like one of the people on our tour, it was like a public tour. There was like 14 of us. Like one of the ladies couldn't make it up the hikes. It was a pretty intense hikes. So like the tour guide did bring her lava rock as well. Is this the hike, Courtney, that you wore a full ball gown on and tennis shoes? No, that was the hike to the hot springs. The volcano hike is the one I wore my eye mask on. <laughs> oh, naturally. <laughs> naturally. So the volcano well, hike was amazing. I have a quick business venture. I think we should package up lava rock and then sell it and tell people to put it on their faces like a new face mask. Um, well, lava rock really hurts. Like my sister started bleeding once it accidentally hit against her skin. So I don't oh. know if that's a great business. It's so not like charcoal. It's, it's like, <laughs> it's like actual rock. When you come this weekend, I'll show it to you. Like it's, it's like sharp, sharp, sharp. It doesn't, okay. it feels funny. Um, but anyway, it was an amazing trip. I'm going to do a blog post with tons of photos. Um, but also feel free on Thursday to ask me any questions that you guys have about it. It was just, I'm going to be with you on Thursday. Oh, we're, oh, just kidding. We're on Wednesday. We're actually going to, I mean, Thursday. Yeah. We're going to do the most of time together. It's going to get crazy. So this weekend is Courtney and Kyle's engagement party. And I'm so excited for it. We're going to do it on their patio rooftop, whatever the thing that, whatever it's called. And which perfectly transitions, transitions us in to our Q and a with the one and only Kyle, because Kyle has been around for 
a while now and people are very used to seeing you on screen. You know, he doesn't love being on Instagram stories. He doesn't love being in front of the camera, but you're a great sport. And I think people are kind of like, what's his story? You know, (laughs) (laughs) everyone has a story. Everyone has a story. So (laughs) let's get into it. First, let's break down how you guys met. And also Kyle's very used to this because Courtney and Kyle used to have a podcast a few years ago. So he's, you know, primed and ready for the taking. <laughs> yeah. So we, uh, we obviously met at a party at y'all's apartment. Uh, Kelly and I having been friends previously went, you guys had a house part or a housewarming. So me and my roommates went over there and it was actually a super fun party the party that they end up getting robbed at. If you listen to the <laughs> podcast, like two or three episodes ago. Uh, so yeah, it was great. We, we met, she was uh, fresh out of college, I guess at, at that stage. So she was uh, having a good, having a fun party for sure. She was primed and ready for the taking, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but she was, uh, she was in party mode, oh. but so it was, you it was just a great saw- time. You saw a twinkle in her eye and you said, twinkle, twinkle, a little star. Let's meet who you are. Well, yeah. And then I obviously introduced myself, but then as the story goes, she didn't remember and then didn't remember the next two to three to four times that we met. Not uh, because I was wasted or anything. Let's just make that clear. It was like, I was meeting so many people and it was very confusing all of the different Virginia people. It was all these just people from Virginia. Um, Courtney? What? Howdy, Courtney. Welcome to New York. I'm from Nova, Northern Virginia. (laughs) (laughs) So was it love at first sight? Like, I know that you, Kyle, came up to me at one point and go, hey, I really like your cousin. Do you think she wants to make out with me? And I said, no, probably not. That's not how it went. That's not how it went. You guys have been together forever. (laughs) She, I overheard her saying that she wanted to make out with somebody. So I offered as a friend to you. And then you told me that she'll never make out with you. And then I made it my life's challenge. And this is just like the long game, like just, just rubbing it in. Oh, so you're just being a good friend to me. And that's why you guys are together. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, that is, that's pure magic. I love it. Courtney, did you know, like when you guys first started dating that you were like, oh, this kid's going to be a keeper. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, he's the best. (laughs) That's so nice. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing, people. I just think when things are easy and it's simple and you don't have to like work at it, then boom, that's like, we've just never really ever had to really truly work at it. It just always has been very natural, which has been really nice. It just takes a lot of stress off your plate. Like you shouldn't be overcomplicate something that should be so uncomplicated. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Put that on a pillow. That on a pillow. (laughs) 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 So anyway, okay. So we'll get into the next question. Thank you, Kyle, for answering that first one. Okay. (laughs) He's going to answer all of them. I know. Okay. So here's the second question. I can see Courtney. I can see Courtney jumping in though, just in answering all the questions and I'll just yeah. provide commentary. <laughs> okay. So Kyle, how did you know you were ready to move to the next step and propose? I think one of the small benefits of COVID for, for me personally was literally spending 
what we like weren't separated for 400 days or something in a row. 416. uh, 416. Sorry. Uh, So, you know, from March of last year through, I don't know, October and literally spending every single minute together for the most part and realizing that, you know, we hadn't killed each other. Things were better than ever. Um, So, yeah, I was just ready to take that next step. I think we were both both ready. So, well, not only did you guys not want to kill each other, you guys didn't want to be apart, which is mind boggling to me. (laughs) Yeah, the relationship definitely grew. So that was like, yeah, a selfish benefit, I guess, to something that was overall pretty terrible in, in the pandemic. Well, and Courtney always says, I love that, you know, I get to sit on the couch and then he sits over there and I just get to see him while he works during the day. Yeah. We still have that set up just in a different apartment. <laughs> and I thought that was the sweetest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. And then we make smoothies together and we talk about each other's day and then we watch below deck together. We just have like a nice little routine. That's so sweet. Alexis Rose. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I love that. And then for um, the proposal story. Courtney also did a blog on the proposal story and it was so romantic. So we'll link that too. Yeah, we will. Yeah, definitely a good one because it was not without its uh, potential challenges. It could have <laughs> like gone blizzards, very bad. All, all, every, everything you could expect from December 2020. What's the best perk you've experienced about being an IG hubby? Uh, I mean, <laughs> anything that comes without monetary cost is obviously good, like regardless like traveling or being able to travel somewhere, stay somewhere for free. Uh, so something that you wouldn't necessarily do if like you weren't in that situation. I mean, that's a huge perk. Um, obviously there's work involved, like from y'all side, uh, but also whoever's like on the trip kind of has to pull their weight. Yep. Start clicking that button. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is there a specific or like a particular trip that, that sticks out to you? I think the first like family blog trip we did to Bear Lake was like just one of the best. It was so much fun. We had like so many people because like, normally if it's like a blog trip, it's either Courtney and I or Courtney and I and Kelly or Courtney and I and Lex. <laughs> so uh, having so many people there and getting to kind of show off what you guys can do for like kind of what you, what your experiences is when you do travel for, yeah. for the blog. That was really cool. Cause I think a lot of times, especially cause we've been doing this for so long, like we kind of have gotten used to these incredible experiences that typically we get to share together. And then we'd like tell our family about, but this one was so fun. Cause they got to be like in on the experience. And we were like, look, we're, we're really cool. <laughs> <laughs> No, I just kidding. But it was such a special trip and that the, the team there went above and beyond. And it was so cool to be able to share that with our family. Yeah. That yeah. Was- that was a great trip. The hot tub boat. Like it's not like, it's such a unique experience. Like probably something we'd only do like maybe once and like a super special occasion. Yeah. But we've gotten to do it three times now and you guys every time I look on Instagram you guys are on the fucking hot tub boat (laughs) Uh, by the way this is a hot tub boat that goes around the Hudson and like the Statue of Liberty it's so epic when I broke up with my boyfriend Courtney was like it's fine come up to New York we'll go on the fucking hot tub boat and you'll get over it (laughs) yeah so we've gotten to like share that with friends who are in the city like 
different groups of people too. So that it's been, that's been great too. Sort of in the same vein as the family trip. Wow. That was so special. So So there's like experiences that you get to do that you wouldn't normally do. Yeah, for sure. I love that. Okay. So switching gears a little, what would you say is the worst part about dating a blogger? Um, I mean, for me personally, there's no like real negatives. Like there's negatives that come from any person who's dating someone who like runs their own business. Like the the stresses that come with that, uh, not being able to like turn off your job. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, if you do, if you're sick and you have to take a day or something comes up, you can't work like the business, nothing happens in the business. Whereas like if you work for any company and you're sick or you go on vacation, like the company survives without you. So just seeing someone who has, I guess, is not able to turn off their job and like disconnect. I mean, it's not impossible, but that itself takes a lot of work. That's so true. And I think that's something that Courtney and I were kind of talking about last week, that this is still relatively new to me to not be with a company full time. Like when I was with the company, I'd be like, oh, I can take a couple of days off and just like straight chill. But when you start working for yourself full time, there's like such a pressure to never turn off because you're right. You're just like, okay, well, nothing's happening if I'm not do if I'm not yeah. there. It's not really PTO. It's <laughs> unpaid leave. Yes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Do you ever mind like taking pictures in public or, you know, how like influencers in the wild, they like make fun of IG husbands. I, I feel like that's never really bothered you. Like you just do it and you like, you've done it for I us think for so long. In the beginning, it definitely did. I think anyone who like has a personality similar to mine, like I'm more like low key uh, behind the scenes. So, I mean, it is annoying though, still when people like try to get in the pictures or like say stuff to you while you're out there. It's like, I'm not out there trying to make a big like show of it. I'm literally just trying to like, you know, you guys and me are just trying to get the pictures. So we can go to our next like thing. Yeah. We're not trying to like flex that we're taking pictures in the middle of the street. Uh, so I don't, I don't think people necessarily understand that. It's like, we're just here because like, this is what we have to do. Like, yeah. It's not or like we're trying to you? be an inconvenience or anything. Does that bother you anymore, Courtney? If people are like, fucking with you while you're taking pictures um not necessarily I mean shooting in New York is so easy because nobody cares like for the most part we don't really have issues in New York or Brooklyn it's more like shooting other places like if I have to take pictures in Cincinnati or um I don't know just places like not New York honestly people are so confused they're like making fun of you they're filming you doing it I just remember and there's the times that we like shoot at restaurants and I can tell people like are rolling their eyes but then I'm also like okay we're here with the restaurant like yeah they are are you know essentially comping our meal so that we can promote their business and like all you're doing is like making yourself look like an idiot if, if they're making fun of us um So restaurants can be hard. I like ultimately try to not, if we're working with the restaurant, I'll try to do stories or like videos, but I try to avoid the whole photo thing because it can just get super complicated and people just get annoyed that are, uh, that are there. But if we're shooting on the street, no, I feel like people in New York are so used to it. They just like walk around you. Yeah. I also think if 
if you are an IG hubby and listening to this, I think it's more embarrassing if you're embarrassed to shoot your girl, you know, like yeah. if you're just like, she looks great. Like, look at her instead of being like, oh, come on, like I, get this over with. Why are you, you know, like stuff like that. Like then it's, it's just so embarrassing the whole situation. So Kyle, I think you do a good job about it. Like you're kind of low key and you know, I think you've done such a great job with it. So Thanks. thank you. I'm just out there to get the job done. Oh, yeah, we like that. Okay, <laughs> somebody asked, does Kyle go to photo shoots and events with you or is it typically just you and Kelly? Oh my God, events, RIP, what are those? Yeah, I, I think back pre-pandemic and pre-Kelly moving to LA, it was a decent mix. Like, it's nice to have other people to go to events without assume for, for Courtney or for Kelly to not have to go if she's got something going on with her full-time job at the time or... Uh, whatever because there were like you could have gone to events every single night if you wanted to yeah um so it, it kind of just goes with the schedule um like if there's an event like by my office like it and kelly's like um i don't feel like going it just makes sense for me to go yeah um but yeah it kind of depends I also but feel now like sometimes no events, so. you guys made it like a date night too. Like if there was a fun event, like to a Broadway show or something like that, you guys mm -hmm. were good at making that sort of like a date night. Yeah, it definitely helps you like yeah set up dates. Whereas like if you didn't have that, you might not be going out, like kind of switches up the, the routine a bit. Um, what would you say your favorite event has been? Oh, good question. Good question. Oh, I was going to say tough question but now that I'm thinking about it, I mean it's been I haven't been to an event in like what a year and a half but definitely the Patron well not counting like music festivals like that's like a whole different thing but like the Patron uh helicopter out to a farm farm to table meal that was like insane that was insane that truly was I mean when I think about the funny thing is it's just I think what was so hard about the pandemic too, at one point, because I felt like life was so fun right before it all happened, because at that time we had just gone to Costa Rica, Kyle and I just got back. And then Tuesday I went to like the live taping of Ryan and Kelly as a plus one of Lex. She was doing that as like a, as a job. Um, and then went from there to go get on a helicopter and go to, cause they didn't tell us where we were going. It was like all a secret. It was called Secret Supper that you can actually, that's like a company that. Yeah. That's like a series that they were partnership. They were running. Yeah. So Secret Supper, like that you sign up for it and they don't tell you and you just end up somewhere. Um, and then, you know, like the pandemic happened and at times it was really nice to slow down. But I think towards this winter, this past winter, I was like, I'm so over this and I'm ready to like get back to, cause I, I mean, okay. There are events that are like, Oh my God, why am I wasting my time here? We've had that experience where nobody's paying attention to attention to us. Nobody's saying hi, not like that they have to pay attention, but just like we're there on their behalf. And yeah. Just acknowledge acknowledging. Yeah. So you're just like, oh, this is so <clears throat> but then I think as we've gotten older and gone to more, we are very good at like picking and choosing the ones to go to. And so there have been like some really great epic ones. And those are the ones I really miss. And I'm like excited to hopefully that all evolved back. I mean, in New York, it's just going to be tougher and it's going to take more time um, because, you know, people haven't even started going back to their offices yet, which I've like told people that and they're shocked by it. Um, yeah. So hopefully- I thought you were going to say that, I thought you were going to say the Bud Light Post Malone event. Oh yeah, that was a good one too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I think was, the music yeah. festivals are in their own league because we've been, those have been just so much fun. I am so excited for like all of that to get going. Hopefully this fall with like Govball and Coachella apparently is coming back September. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. They said that New York hits 70% vaccination. So that's wow. like, that was their goal. So that was this morning. So that's I think awesome. they're going to loosen a bunch of restrictions too. Yeah, okay. I think- looks like we got to get our festival outfits out, kids. Woo! I don't know if I can do that anymore. I don't know if my body can. T- I don't know if my body can take it. Yeah, yeah, I can. Okay, thanks. Kyle's going to be 31 and going to music festival. So all's good. Uh, okay. Thanks. Appreciate it. Here's kind <laughs> of a mix. Uh, an- another question to throw into the mix. Um, how do you and Kyle do finances combined, separate, or a mixture? And okay. then it, when you guys marry, get married, do you plan to change anything? Great, great question. So currently everything is separate. So I have my accounts, he has his accounts. We have nothing that's together. In terms of like groceries and rent, we split everything 50-50. So we went to Whole Foods yesterday. Like we just do Venmo. So like I'll just Venmo him for half of the groceries. Um, we split the rent down the middle. Um, typically everything we just split in Venmo. It's, it's complicated. So I think when we get married, we will have an account. We will make a joint account, but we will always keep some stuff. Like I just, and we've talked about this, Kyle and I've talked about this. I can't imagine like putting everything into like yeah. a pot of money. Like that's just very bizarre to me. Um, because I don't know, you want your expenses too. Like if you want to go shopping, like I don't, I don't understand why everything has to be in one or why people have to have, cause like I dated a guy once that was like so confused when I told him I would never want to have everything put into one pot of money. He was like, Oh, well, I don't think I can marry you. I was like, what? Well, I was like, I he was a gold digger. Yeah. He was a gold digger. He wanted my uh, babysitting money <laughs> <laughs> at the time. Um, so anyway, but I do think like I personally think it's okay if you want to keep some stuff separate, but it's, it's just honestly easier. I think for our rent stuff that we're, we're going to keep like for rent, obviously it's nice to have one. There is an account that's together. So we don't have to do this whole separate thing. We just pay it all at once. Yeah. Yeah. Right now we're like Venmo power users, which is super frustrating, but it's just like annoying. Cause like, then you forget and then, yeah. yeah. So bills rent, or like if we go to dinner, we can use like the joint, like it makes, like makes it easier. Yeah, that's good though. And that's good that you guys talk about it because I think it can be so awkward, especially if you have like very different spending habits. I think you guys have like pretty similar spending habits. You don't really splurge on material. You guys will like splurge on an experience or a trip or something like that. But besides from that, you guys are like pretty similar spenders, which I think makes it easier. But I think my parents did that too. Like they had their joint and then if they wanted to do like have their fun money, those were always separate accounts. So you kind of like can have a combined situation, which I think is probably like the best of both worlds. Agreed. I agree. I agree. I I mean, it's a good question. And I do think people should talk about it more or not that people have to talk about it, but I think it's okay to not be super old school in that sense. Like if you want to keep your own accounts and keep your savings and stuff separate, then do it and just have like one little pot that goes towards rent or like a trip or something. So then we don't have to like know each other all the time or, you know, whatever. Yeah. I'll probably do something similar whenever I get one of you guys. Um, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Kyle, 
our last cue for you. What's your biggest tip for men with dating? That was a really weirded worded question, but you know what I mean? Besides the, um, the woman is always right. (laughs) Like what's my like beginning stages of dating? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's been a while, so I don't know if I'm like up, you know, haven't really been dating, uh, in, well, thank God. Yeah. You know, so I don't, I don't know if I'm up, I'm hip with the times, you know, but I think just my biggest tip would be, which is a tip for any relationship is just like put in the time, be courteous, be nice, like understand that the other person you're talking to or whatever is an actual person, like treat them as such. So, so don't treat just... them as a blow up doll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Put it on a pillow. I think that's a good tip because I I, like, usually people are like communicate, communicate, which obviously is like so important, but I think something that people forget, it's so basic, but be nice. Like, yeah, just be like a nice person. I feel like it goes a long way. Yeah. I love that. And patience too. I think patience is so important and like not losing your temper and like understanding maybe where the other person is coming from. Yeah. I just think patience and with dating, I mean, dating is, is as we're getting back into the real world, I think everybody is just like wanting to have fun right now. Like summer is just woo, woo girl summer, but yeah, like once maybe things calm down a little and like, it's not so wild. I saw a New York times article this morning that it was like this summer in New York is the summer for youths and everybody's going to go buck wild. And I was like, I'm going to get my ass there. So I booked a train for this Thursday morning. (laughs) I mean, I think it is, you can kind of feel it. Like every time you go out, it's like, I don't know. It's not the same, like, I don't know, like rigidness that it used to be. Like it's more like you're like talking more to maybe random, like people are just more of like wanting physical, like, or, you know, talking on new people and me and new people instead of it, like how it used to be, which is kind of more, you're just with your group. Agreed. Agreed. Well, I'm excited. And speaking of girls gone wild, I got to talk about, I got to get something off my chest. Go ahead, girl. I watched the hustler and the housewife yesterday. Me too. I haven't, I have 15 more minutes left. Okay. If for, for those who haven't seen it yet, this is about Erica Girardi and Tom Girardi. Erica Girardi is obviously on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Tom Girardi has been basically, they call it California law. Like he is California law, huge lawyer in, in LA and a expose on ABC and also on Hulu came out this past weekend. And it goes into Uh, the history of Tom Girardi basically and how he has been stealing in essence from his clients who are victims of the man they call it so like an Exxon or like these large corporations and in essence he's been stealing them allegedly for the past like 40 years so this documentary came out of like him doing that and then the fact that Erica Girardi has gone on Housewives and has flaunted this extravagant wealth. And now they obviously are getting sued by all these different people. And it was a wild watch. What did you think? I mean, it, it's crazy. The whole time I'm like, how has he gotten away with this for so long? It's like all of these clients have, haven't got their money, but maybe he just knew the system and that these are all little people. Like 
he can get away with it because what are they going to do? Like right. sue him back. Like they, they're not big, he's not stealing from big corporations. Um, I mean, but it also just makes you sad. Like the whole thing, it's kind of like, like I, somebody said, I, I can't remember which person, um, maybe it was Sonny, uh, from the view who's an ex-lawyer, who's one of the like commentators of the documentary, but she said like, how can you watch as a victim, the real mm -hmm. housewives of Beverly Hills and not just get sick to your stomach at the fact that she just has a $300,000 Cartier cheetah ring on. And that's like what you were entitled to as a settlement. And they just, all the lawyers they interviewed just kept being like, that is the number one thing. Yeah. I think they did a good job of explaining because I didn't really understand it. But remember when they had that graph that was like, this is how the money flows yes. when you get a settlement from like a lawsuit. So they were like, you put it in a separate trust. And then the lawyer puts the client's money in one bucket. And then he gets to take a portion of that for legal fees. And then the rest of that bucket goes to the client. And essentially what Tom Girardi was doing was just taking the full but bucket and then giving them nothing. And it's just truly like disgusting and gross. I thought that the victim interviews were really powerful. I still don't know. I mean, it's hard. I it's hard to think that she had no idea because yeah. of all of the lawsuits that were happening constantly around them. Like she had to have been like, okay, why is this person suing? Why is this person suing? Like you had to have asked that question and he had to have explained something like she's not a dumb girl. Like she's smart. So yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe she knew everything. Maybe she did. Maybe she did not I guess for the benefit of the doubt, I hope that she didn't because I hope to just see the good in people, but I mean, if she did like, and then went on the show, but that's what we have said about Jen Shaw. Like if you're involved in something illegal do not go on a reality te television show. That's what's so shocking to me because it's not like he has been doing this for the past five years while she's been on the show. He's basically made his career out of allegedly being a crooked lawyer. Like if you knew you were doing that, why would you flaunt your wealth on national TV, especially after you've seen, you know, like Teresa Judice go down and her family go down for fraudulent activity. And because they, you know, um, put their wealth out on TV, they were able to clock literally everything they were spending money on, which is basically like what's going to happen with Erica. Like they're, she's going to have to pay these victims back because her name was on some of um, his LLCs. And because her name was on it, she is also going to be, I guess, held accountable for paying back these victims, um, which I mean, I, I hopefully happens. But yeah, I mean, it's just sort of, I, I feel like there's no way she didn't know. But yeah. also, you know, I mean, the documentary was set up to look like that. They did open with Danielle Staub as like their key witness. So <laughs> we have to take it all with a grain of salt. I was like, ABC, are you kidding me? You get Danielle Staub. But I guess I, what I think is that they wanted, uh, they wanted to have housewives, former housewives to be interviewed. And I feel like everybody said no. I don't yeah. think any current housewife would have gone on the documentary. So they're like, Hmm. Who would, no matter what Danielle Staub would. And she would say, you know, whatever she wanted to say, she was like, Oh, we, we were at the same strip club, all this stuff. I mean, she makes for good television. I actually thought Dana Wilkie did a good job. Like I enjoyed her. She was very, she's a good speaker. She is. I, I guess 
and she obviously plugged it that she has a podcast and I guess has done deep dives on her podcast, but she was, she knew what she was talking about or mm-hmm. read the teleprompter really well. <laughs> yeah. Cause I thought that was interesting that she had interviewed another lawyer that had sued him. So she has had some of these other lawyers, like she's doing her own little detective work on her podcast, which I thought was very interesting that she's pulled these people onto it to kind of ask them questions and, you know, she's smart. What she did was smart because it got her on this documentary and that, but millions of people are now watching. Well, she needed to do something to pay for her $25,000 sunglasses. And of course they cut to that too on the show. Like one of the best scenes in housewife history. (laughs) Okay. So if you guys haven't watched it yet, definitely watch it and then slide into our DMS because I have to chit chat about it. Yeah. It's on Hulu for people that are curious. Um, Okay. So last thing is Bachelorette is back. We have Katie Thurston as this year's Bachelorette. If you guys don't know. Oh, come on. Sorry. It's it's like we've never done a damn podcast before. (laughs) Unprofessional. Sorry. Sorry, guys. I'll cut that out. Katie Thurston started calling because she heard her name. Yeah, it's just me calling her. Kyle me to ruin, to root, to sabotage our podcast. He's like, Hey court, are we done yet? Can I go? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Kyle, it's almost done. Um, I know I'm chilling. Okay. (laughs) You want to start that ad that you want to start that again? Okay. So, well, no, it's fine. I'll just keep going. Um, (laughs) Katie Thurston's a bachelorette. Katie Thurston's a bachelorette. She was on Matt James's season. Um, She's famous for bringing the vibrator as like her like intro thing, like, to meet him for his way to like remember her. So he like, she like brings the vibrator and um, she was very entertaining on the show. She was really good about standing up for the girls that were being bullied. So I think like she grew a big fan base from that. Um, so now she's about to at, I didn't watch last night's episode because I was too tired. So, I mean, I, I don't know if I don't like, I mean, I like her. I just don't know if I'm over the franchise itself. I think a lot of people are facing the same thing. They're just like, I'm done watching this. Like yeah. everybody's just over it, I think. And it is what it is. You know, it, they haven't switched it up in years. Like since the show started, like there's, it's the exact same sort of show and we all just kind of know where it's going. So I think it's just not inter- as interesting as it used to be, but you know, who am I to say? Gotta well, have guess- the personalities carry the show now. So it's like if you don't have good uh contestants or whatever they're called, then it's just like not watchable. Because they haven't called my ass. That's true. Yeah. What the hell? But they're they haven't started <laughs> casting, I don't think, for because they're doing two bachelorettes in a row, and then I think they're gonna do a, a bachelor. So um, you know, stay by your phone. Maybe that was who was calling. Oh, it was the producer calling, and it all comes full circle. Oh, and you'll all- see me on next season of The Bachelorette. <laughs> of the Bachelor. <laughs> of the Bachelor. So with that, Kyle, thank you for joining us today. You were oh, the bachelor on today's episode. Well, I got I guess to uh, bring back my podcast voice from years ago. So I appreciate it. People love it. They've been asking for you. So thanks for coming on the pod. Court, this was so much fun. And I can't wait to see you guys this weekend. We're going to have such a blast. Yeah, so stay tuned for our adventures this weekend. And can't wait to talk to you guys next week. Take